You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. In recent podcasts, I've gone through some overachievers and underachievers from the short 2020 season. Now time for something a little different. Not entirely different, but a little. A look at hitters prime for batting average on balls in play regression. There are no guarantees here, but it's highly unlikely that hitters are going to consistently rock a 400 batting average on balls in play. Here's a quick explanation on batting average on balls in play. It tracks what a Player is hitting on balls that aren't strikeouts or home runs. So singles, doubles, triples, groundouts, flyouts, foulouts. They're all measured, and the league average is around 300. In 2020, it was around 292. If a player is way above that number, they've probably been, been lucky. If they are way worse, probably unlucky. I say probably because this is not a universal rule. There are some players who are so fast, they tend to reach base more often when they put the ball in play. Or they hit the ball so much harder than others that they have a higher batting average on balls in play. And it works the opposite way for those that don't make hard contact or are slow getting down the line. Ultimately, there are players who underperform in terms of batting batting average on balls in play as well. In the past 20 years, the highest batting averages on balls in play, minimum 3,000 plate appearances, is Austin Jackson at 355, Christian Yelich at 354, despite a 259 batting average on balls in play during his miserable 2020 season. Paul Goldschmidt, 349, Mike Trout, 348, Joey Votto, DJ LeMayhew, and Derek Jeter, the captain, all 345. Now, at the other end of the spectrum, we have Tony Batista was at the low end, 247, Rod Barajas, 248, Rafael Palmero, 253, and this is at the end of his career uh, in the early 2000s. Palmero had much more typical batting average on balls in play through his prime years. Uh, then Carlos Quentin and Joe Creedy, uh, for you White Sox fans, uh, at 255. And so you can see what the range is like. Basically, we're looking between 250 and 350, and those are at the extremes. So here are a half dozen players that had the highest batting average on balls in play in 2019, and a look at what happened to them in 2020. So topping the list is San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., who burst onto the scene in 2019 with a .410 batting average on balls in play. And look, Tatis is on his way to stardom or superstardom, but you still don't expect him to maintain that batting average on balls in play. And so in 2020, it dropped to 306, which is sort of much more normal. Uh, San Francisco's second baseman, Donovan Solano, had a .409 batting average on balls in play in 2019, was still 396 in 2020. Uh, he's kind of an outlier, but he's also dealing with small samples uh, in those two seasons. Chicago White Sox third baseman, Yohan Mankata, uh, had a 406 batting average on balls in play in 2019, which was a breakout season for him, uh, dropped to 315 in 2020. Milwaukee second baseman, Keston Hura, uh, debuted with a 402 batting average on balls in play in 2019 uh, and raised expectations uh for everyone going into 2020, and then he had a 273 batting average on balls in play in, in what was a, a disappointing 2020 season. Uh, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson had a 399 batting average on balls in play in 2019, 
stayed as high as 383 in 2020. And one more, Pittsburgh uh, left fielder Brian Reynolds had a 387 batting average on balls in play in 2019, and it collapsed down to 231 in 2020. So, look, no one is going to have a 400 batting average on balls in play over the long haul. It's, just, it's not a thing. Uh, what that means then is there are players who have been living in that high-rent uh, district for batting average on balls in play, and they're due for regression. In some cases, like Donovan Solano, a partial 2019 season and a shortened 2020 season just aren't necessarily enough time for a regression to hit, but it's still likely coming for it. So now we'll take a look at the players who had highest batting average on balls in play in 2020 and what that might mean for them moving forward. Let's start with Detroit shortstop Willie Castro. Had a 448 batting average on balls in play on his way to hitting 349. That's a pretty large jump from hitting 230 in 2019. Now look, both years are small samples for Castro, a total of 250 plate appearances between them. But there may not be a better candidate for regression next season based on that 448 batting average on balls in play. And basically, don't get seduced by Castro's 349 batting average because it's not likely to happen again. New York Mets right fielder Michael Conforto, 27-year-old, who typically has had a batting average on balls in play that's a little below average. Conforto had a 412 batting average on balls in play in 2020, leading to a career-high 322 batting average. For comparison's sake, his career batting average on balls in play is now 305. His career batting average is 259. So maybe don't get too married uh, to that new 300 hitter, Michael Conforto. Uh, Atlanta catcher Travis Darnot, a 31-year-old catcher who's had some okay seasons with the Mets, uh, but he's struggled lately. Darneau had a 411 batting average on balls in play in 2020, boosting him to a career-high 321 batting average. Coupled with his nine home runs, it was practically a career season, but also not likely to be sustainable, at least on the average front. Philadelphia corner infielder Alec Baum, the rookie who was called up to play third base, then switched over to first base for the Phillies, and Baum was, he was the third overall pick in 2018, so it's not surprising that he can hit Major League Pitching. It's probably a little too good to be true, though. He had 410 batting average on balls in play, leading him to a 338 batting average. And as much as I would expect Baum to be a productive major league hitter, there's no sense pretending that he will hit 338 with a 410 batting average on balls in play as part of a normal season. Baltimore shortstop Jose Iglesias, 30 year old, has mostly been a slap hitter in his major league career, but turned into a doubles machine in 2020. He had 17 doubles and 150 plate appearances. He hit 373. But he also had a 407 batting average on balls in play. His career batting average on balls in play is now 308. So I don't think we should be banking on Iglesias' run for the batting title in 2020. Colorado first baseman Josh Fuentes, the 27-year-old, is trying to stick in a full-time role in the majors, and he certainly helped himself by hitting 306 in 103 plate appearances in 2020. Thing is, that came with a 406 batting average on balls in play, and that's not going to last. Given Fuentes' limited major league track record, I'll be wary about banking on his batting average in 2021. Coming up next, more hitters that were beneficiaries of a high batting average on balls in play in 2020. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites, peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. They're all low-fat, low-carb, high-protein, all in a convenient bar. They've also added six new flavors. Caramel brownie, which sounds like a winner to me. Cookies and cream, cherry barcia, see what they did there? Lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. 
I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and for the most part, I'm having some success. But I leaned right into it with Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. Enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So let's continue uh, with hitters that had inflated batting average on balls in play in 2020 because it probably is going to lower our expectations for them in 2021. And we'll continue with Baltimore left fielder Ryan Mountcastle. 23-year-old had been a first baseman coming up through the minors, but shifted to left field to get into the Orioles lineup. And he stayed there in part because he hit 333 in 140 plate appearances. He walked more than he did in the minors, which was encouraging, but he also had a 398 batting average on balls in play, and that's not, go- not going to be sustainable. Mountcastle may be a productive part of the Orioles lineup in 2021, but I'd be hesitant to count on a big batting average. Ah, San Francisco's second baseman, Donovan Solano. Now, as I've noted earlier in the podcast, Solano had an obscenely high batting average on balls in play for two straight seasons. But they've also been fractions of seasons, 431 plate appearances total over the past two years. And that's after not playing in the majors in 2017 or 2018. His career batting average on balls in play is now 331 after going 409 and 396 in the past two seasons. And if Solano hit that number next season, if he's 331 batting average on balls in play next season, that would still be a significant regression from the levels he's had the past two years. He also doesn't produce a lot that isn't tied to his batting average. His home run and stolen base totals are low. So even as a part-time player, Solano is going to be a question mark uh, for me for fantasy in 2021. Los Angeles Angels, third baseman outfielder Taylor Ward, 26-year-old, has played portions of each of the past three seasons for the Angels. 2018, his batting average on balls in play was 214, ridiculously low. 2019, it was 389. 2020, it was 394. Unless you think he found the secret to having his balls in play find holes better than anyone else, you know he's not going to hang in the 390s. And if he doesn't, I don't think we know if Ward is capable of hitting enough to be a full-time major leaguer. Colorado outfielder Rymel Tapia, part of the Rockies' outfield rotation, and he runs well enough to generate some fantasy interest. The 26-year-old did hit 321 in 2020, due in part to a 392 batting average on balls in play. Now, his career batting average on balls in play is 354. So Tapia runs well enough to remain on the high end of the margins there, but still not going to hang around 392 for a full season either. Atlanta outfielder and DH Marcelo Zuna, 30-year-old, had a career season in 2020, slugging 18 home runs while hitting 338. That 18 home runs would equate to more than 48 when prorated over a full season. But that 338 batting average was inflated by a 391 batting average on balls in play. Well, Zuna's batting average on balls in play was 257 the year before in St. Louis. So the real Ozuna, he belongs somewhere in between. Seattle, second base, third baseman Ty France was acquired from San Diego in the Austin Nola trade. France is looking to stick uh, as a major league regular, and he got a good shot in Seattle. He ended the season hitting 305, but that also came with a 390 batting average on balls in play. It's not likely he can do that in a full season, which will make it interesting to see just how big a role is allocated for France Uh, with next year's Mariners team. Tampa Bay shortstop, Willie Adamas. 
three major league seasons, the 25-year-old, has not hit for a great average, 262 for his career. But he has a 348 batting average on balls in play, which is quite high. Last season, it was 388, while hitting just 259. He hit for more power in 2020, so there's some value there. But there remains risk, too. If Adamus has a similar season, but the batting average on balls in play drops to 300 or so, his average would probably become a fantasy liability. San Francisco catcher Joey Bart, the 23-year-old catcher, got a shot in San Francisco after Buster Posey opted out of the season, and the Giants' other options just couldn't hit. Well, Bart hit just 233, and he was fortunate to do it, recording a 387 batting average on balls in play. He's supposed to offer some pop behind the plate, but given that Bart had zero home runs and an average inflated by his batting average on balls in play in 2020, I'd have pretty modest expectations for him in 2021. Finally, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson. His first three seasons, Anderson didn't hit for an outstanding average, just 258. But in the past two seasons, when his batting average on balls in play was 399, then 383, he hit a combined 331. The odds of maintaining that batting average on balls in play long term are slim at best, uh, making it likely that Anderson will be looking at a lower average next season. Remember, statistical outlier results do exist in any season, but especially in a 60-game season. That will do it for today. I'll be back Tuesday with more stats for offseason prep. I think we should probably look at uh, the hitters who had low batting average on balls in play, so they might might have some higher expectations for 2021. I've been going for a while now on these off-season pods, and you can go back and bang them out. One, because they're quick. I listen to podcasts at double time, so I can get through these in like seven to eight minutes. Uh, and two, they're basically evergreen. Nothing that has happened since the season ended has changed the content uh, involved. So, If you've missed a few, circle back. There will be lots of analysis there that you can use. Find this podcast, subscribe and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. And tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.